0: Hey, I'm Drew. Welcome to Movies and Mochas Caffeinated Film Talks. This is where we drink coffee and discuss our favorite movies. Each week, one of my friends and I will talk about a different movie. So brew your favorite coffee, relax, and let's get started. Welcome back to Movies and Mochas Caffeinated Film Talks. I'm here today with Jake Cly.
1: Hello. Glad to be here.
0: Yeah, glad to have you. Um, today, we're going to be talking about a very great movie. It's yes, a, it's a pretty rocking movie. It's a uh, Sherlock Holmes, Holmes, A Game of Shadows.
1: Game of Shadows.
0: A Game of Shadows. Yes. What do you think about the
1: title? Let's start there.
0: Yeah, we can. Uh, I think it's very ominous.
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: Um, are Sherlock Holmes story consultant. That's not like it's, that's kind of his title. I don't remember his like full on title, but it was basically like he's. He's one of those who like writes current stories like to go along with what Conan Doyle wrote. Okay. Um and he was a consultant on the movie and he recommended he threw out the idea of what was it? Sherlock Holmes and the Great Game. Ooh. I think. Yeah. I think that's what.
1: But it doesn't sound dark. It, it doesn't sound like a mystery.
0: I think this title really matches Guy Ritchie.
1: Okay you know cause and he's the director of both he's the director right. of
0: both yes yeah to give a little bit of detail what this else movie does he do he does we'll get to that. um all of the, all of his other movies have been rated r except for he did disney's aladdin the live action
1: oh i like that i know I a ha- lot of people didn't like that but i really did like that
0: i haven't watched it yet but then i i read that he was the director of it and i'm like okay now my interest is peaked because right. before sh- the 2009 sherlock holmes he only did rated r movies Interesting. And even after the Sherlock Holmes, I think he continued doing rated R except for these. And I think Aladdin, he might've done a couple of those PG-13, but.
1: Okay. Let's see. I think I've got it here. Aladdin 2 is announced. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Cash Truck, The Gentleman, Aladdin, King Arthur. Mm, none of these actually ring a bell to me at all.
0: I heard of King Arthur.
1: Well, I mean, I've heard of King Arthur, but not that movie. Um, well,
0: no, like I've heard of the movie King Arthur just not
1: no none of these movies actually look familiar to me
0: mm-hmm.
1: interesting yeah no i like i liked a lot of that was good
0: but his style is pretty like i don't want to say dark but it's like i mean even the two sherlock holmes like just the the way they looked the lighting in general
1: of the film the film not the poster of well, the poster too but
0: yeah but all of it like they just hold this dark atmosphere almost right In a mysterious kind of way. It's kind of cool. Uh, But this movie came out December 16th, 2011. Um, As we said, Guy Ritchie directed it. And has a really great cast. Uh, Mm -hmm. Robert Downey Jr., Jude Law, Rachel McAdams, Jared Harris. I'm probably going to mess up her name. Numi Rapace? I don't know. I don't know. She plays the gypsy woman. Okay. Uh, Stephen Fry. Oh, oh. I'll Uh, I'll come back to him. Ah, Stephen Fry. Um, and so many more, but right. it it was such a great s- there's such a good lineup for both movies, but for this one, it was really good,
1: definitely well, it starts at the top. It starts with um the banter between uh mm-hmm. Downey jr and Jude Law who were just great which
0: solidified from the first one oh, yeah, into this one, and I think it made it even better into this one because it truly was sh- Watson is so done with Holmes, yeah, he is so done with him. This entire time he's mm-hmm. been t- he was done with him the moment he came on screen
1: yeah, yeah
0: in like the best way possible
1: what is that best way just the it, I mean, well it it feels like it kind of feels like that generation gap between old and young it's like one person doesn't want to let go right. it's like they're getting it's, it's like they're getting a divorce it seems where the other one mm-hmm. just is going about normal life and the other one's like no i'm I'm moving out actually to live with my wife
0: or like like brothers
1: hmm. like brothers in the sense of one's going to college and the other one doesn't want to acknowledge it
0: yeah like just doesn't want to acknowledge the change huh. I think it's really just because Holmes got so used to Watson being there and it was a consistency because you know people familiarity. who familiarity yeah familiarity and he's and the character of Sherlock Holmes he's not very good with people
1: no He's also has, a kind of addicting
0: he's he has no people skills mm-hmm. whatsoever, so finding someone who can handle him and sure. and
1: we manage
0: being around him right he doesn't want to let go of that Absolutely. that's what I saw a lot of that as but
1: yeah no okay that's interesting um
0: then I just think they bicker like brothers you know
1: yeah i think they they that's, bicker, that's they bicker like brothers our, yeah um I have an older sister you have siblings that are closer to you my sister's five years older than me so mm-hmm. we didn't really bicker so much as just knocking along in times and mm-hmm. whatnot but uh they definitely they definitely have that brother thing that i never got to experience but and then sometimes I f- they do kind of seem like husband and wife they just
0: the whole after the train explodes and sherlock calls it a relationship yeah and watson's just like you can just that's one of those done yep. moments where he's like Please sigh, don't call it that.
1: Heavy side. Please don't say that. Relationship. It's like, Mom, don't say that. Don't say that.
0: That's not what this is.
1: Right. Don't use that word. Yeah. Um. You mentioned cast, music.
0: Mm-hmm. Hans Zimmer composed it. Hans
1: Zimmer. It. Now, who else played a role in the music? Do you know that?
0: Uh, aside from all the operas.
1: No. Like uh, I, I mean this is, this is what I this is what I saw. Um, I can I can fact check it too if I need to, but and i'm going to say it this wrong. Lauren Balf. Balf. Okay. That composer, uh i know from the Assassin's Creed 3 video game. Interesting. He did the he did all the music in that. And that's again something i i used to listen to a lot. So i've listened to both of these at different times just okay. you know when you, you after you watch the movie or play or something mm-hmm. you are like man, that, i just i just like that part of the of the of the movie so you want to listen to it. So
0: I have the Sherlock Holmes theme piece on my tattooed on my arm.
1: Wow. Yeah, it's That's pretty cool. It's this one. Which part is that? Is it the da 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 da? It's the da 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 da. Oh,
0: okay. da da-da. Nice. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. That part.
1: Yeah, and I I love I love the music. I love how the music feels. It feels old but modern mm-hmm. in how it can kind of convey this this character. I mean, even in the first one, when he gets the wine splashed on him. Oh, yeah, it's and great. And you just hear the music. Yeah, the music's great. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Hans Zimmer's just a genius.
1: Yeah. yeah. He's, He's credited so on a lot of things.
2: Yeah,
1: He's great. Um Okay, so we're talking about the second movie, but which one's better, first or second?
0: For me personally, definitely the first.
1: Really? Yeah. Interesting. I like the second one better.
0: There are moments in the second one that I really like, but overall the first one is my favorite.
1: Okay, that's fair.
0: Because I feel like there's so much movement in this one. Yeah. There's so much movement in this one that it's almost like, I just love how they delve into, they almost go deeper into characters in the first one.
1: Well, you also have, uh, oh... Rachel McAdams a lot more in the first yes, one. Yes,
0: and I love it yeah. so much. Yeah, and she that's and that's
1: great to see this this f- kind of foil character. Irene Adler is Irene Adler. my
0: fi- favorite character. I'm gonna give some preference. Um, so Sherlock Holmes is my favorite literary character. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle is a blessing that no one appreciates anymore. Um, yes, and so the character of Irene Adler is a v- is an enigma because in the books she's only mentioned in one book and even then it's a short story really yes it's the scandal the scandal in bohemia and but she's also one of the only people that conan doyle wrote as someone who can best and beat sherlock holmes and she's a woman when in that time was insane you know it was written in the eight in the
1: 1890s Oh, I don't mean to do hear anyone calling her Mary Sue. Is she that type of character? Oh, well, she can just do this. No, she's a woman that just yeah. This is what she learned. This is what she's good she's, at. She, it is okay for her to be naturally good at that, mm-hmm. and, and you don't you don't get flack for that in the literary sense. And right, and I, I, it's interesting that you know now though we take one short story and extrapolate that a lot.
0: It's and it's not even just that full story. It, they took the character because that character is such a big, significant. Like they never mention her again. she's one of the only people to actually best Sherlock Holmes at the end at the end she tricked him and she she won at the end of that story and uh, that's why when you watch any film or TV adaptations Irene Adler is such a big part of that because she was one of the only characters that he wrote that in some way out tricked Sherlock Holmes and I love that Rachel McAdams plays her and she plays her so well Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I, I I can't disagree with that. She does play Yeah. that character really great. And and I I miss that in this one. That's that's my mm-hmm. only knock against this movie is for whatever reason and, and I I I didn't look it up, but I'm, I'm sure or I, I my gut tells me that it was scheduling or can't be there or something like that because why would you not want that mm-hmm. character around more?
0: Well, yes and no. I I think some of it was probably writing too because They alluded in the first movie, they alluded so much that she was his weakness. Right. Down to outright saying it at the very end. Mm -hmm. And in this and in the first one, you know, she as she's talking to Moriarty, he even brings it up and you see that he has that hold on her in the first one. Yeah. But they don't touch on it until this one and when you see how far it goes and she's trying to get away so she can go beat like so she can keep Sherlock safe and she's done with Moriarty. She wants to be out of his hand. But Moriarty knows that she is his weakness. And so I think part of it was riding the fact of the only way to try to beat Sherlock would to get her out of the way. But I don't think she's dead. She's not dead.
1: No. I mean, I don't think she would be either. It'd be really Mm-mm. a also, bad idea for her to do also that.
0: she's contracted for the third one.
1: Oh well then she, of course she's not dead unless it's a lot of flashback which I is unfortunate I hope not
0: but see so the reason I think this is because in um, uh, so the whole also I love the beginning sequence like the first 10 minutes of oh, this right. film are the best because <laughs> it's with Rachel McAdams mm-hmm. and all of that and it's it the first 10 minutes is what the first movie was I feel like okay um i'm with you it just like just the atmosphere of that first little bit of minutes felt a lot more like what the first one did and even after that you notice the film the camera and lighting work gets darker
1: yes it definitely that, does get dark it's almost like
0: a ch- okay that chapter ended you. here's this next one but so when he's at the restaurant waiting for her and he thinks that he heard her laugh in turns
2: mm-hmm.
0: i almost want to say that he might not have heard her laugh, but I think he might have, like, she was there watching him before she, like, got away so she could run away and get out of Moriarty.
1: Interesting.
0: That's It's, like, my own, like, little... Your head cannon. It is. Yeah. Because um, I wrote, I was, like, um. I was, like, I don't, uh, what did I write? I said, I think Holmes heard her laugh at the restaurant but didn't see her because she was checking in on him to make sure he was okay before going off somewhere to hide and escape from Moriarty until it all blew over.
1: Interesting. And, yeah, that that fits. That fits with her Mm -hmm. character.
0: That's what she does. That's what she does. So I don't think she's dead. I'm really hoping that it's not flashbacks in the third movie.
1: I hope not also.
0: Because that's what the TV show did with Mary. Have you seen the BBC show?
1: The one with Benedict Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch and Mark I have not Freeman. on the list. Although I don't have Netflix anymore.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be hard. That's fine. Um That was the other thing is I don't like how the TV show portrayed Irene Adler at all. I mm. don't think it did her did her justice.
1: Rachel McAdams is is the right portrayal. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, so it, the BBC show it's a modern day adaptation.
1: Oh, okay. It's yeah, I haven't watched any of it.
0: Yeah, it's 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 set it's like there. it's set in now, in these oh. times. Um, oh, that's not fun. I think Rachel McAdams did a lot better.
1: Yeah. Well, like I said, I I I miss her. Mm-hmm. But we do pick up um,
0: the gypsy woman.
1: Gypsy woman who and and, and I like that little subplot that mm-hmm. you get to watch through uh, brother and sister um, mm-hmm. that finally comes together at the end, culminates at the end. Um. I think it's interesting. I think the whole thing is interesting because, uh, I am an avid chess player. I'm not a great chess player. I just like playing chess. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know a lot of things with chess, but in the sense of, uh, historical moves or openings, for instance, the opening yeah. that they did here is a, is a English opening. English opening, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, um, I love that chess match. I love that, um, it's not
0: That chess was just a motif through the whole entire right. thing. Right. Down to having the chess piece at Don Giovanni mm-hmm. to oh it. Yeah. It being in great. the background in Moriarty's see that library, like everywhere.
1: That chess piece, the king piece mm-hmm. at Don Giovanni reminds me of another movie, um, The Count of Monte Cristo. Okay. Have yeah. you seen that before? Long time ago. Richard Harris, Jim Cavazel. Yeah. I need to rewatch Guy it. is it not Guy Pierce? Who's the bad guy in Iron Man 3? Guy Pierce. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, he's in it. It's great. It's, it's one of my favorite movies. Um, And they had the thing, you know, the, where they said, Kings to you, king of the moment. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, when I saw that there, that's immediately what I thought of. And I, I, I was like, wow, that's really cool. That's really cool to, to have this back and forth, this cat and mouse. Um,
0: Spider and fly.
1: Spider and fly. <laughs> have you been drinking embalming fluid? <laughs> um, I just care for a drop. Oh, yeah. That's just... That's really something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love the
0: it. The way that he sees himself versus how Watson sees him.
1: Right. He's delusional. I mean.
0: 100. 100%. Yes. He's he's crazy. He's on drugs. But. Yep. But know. it's
1: okay because he's like Holmes and he gets away with that and he has good intentions. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I did write something here. I'll, I'll get to it now. Um, quick comparison. Probably won't be quick. Batman versus Sherlock Holmes. In the sense of like the type of character.
0: Are you asking me for my comparison? Um
1: just something to talk about in the sense of like, you know, clearly the Sherlock Holmes is is funny. Mm -hmm. And we laugh at him and we laugh at the ending scene where he puts the question mark in and you know, I'm talking about the recent Batman movie. Oh I don't
0: I didn't laugh at that, I celebrated.
1: Oh, of course. Well, You didn't cry and you didn't be like, oh man, that was dark and sad and I don't like everything now. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: That's, but that's DC. DC is just dark.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, that is true. It's not something I know a whole bunch about, but I know from the the recent movies with uh, Christian Bale, Mm -hmm. it's, it's this compulsion to correct justice and to Mm -hmm. help a system and to, they're both doing the right thing, but I feel like Sherlock Holmes just wants to figure out the puzzle.
0: Yeah, he doesn't care about helping people so much no. as he just wants to find. He just wants an answer to the puzzle.
1: I mean, and he even says that in the first movie when says, uh, "The girl's parents hired me. Otherwise, you'd be cleaning up a you know clean up a corpse." Yes, because you were late. I
0: think that one was more of not so much a trying to find the clue as much as it was just a dig at the police and especially at Lestrade. Absolutely, that was just to make Lestrade mad.
1: Yeah, more than anything. Which he enjoys else. doing. And oh yeah, yeah, it's they're they're two characters that you can kind of see. I mean, does Sherlock Holmes, Sherlock Holmes works outside the law, mm-hmm. um, and what he does and mm-hmm. Batman does too. And I don't know. It, my mind just went to like,
0: Batman's definitely richer,
1: Batman's definitely richer, but, but I don't want to compare Sherlock Holmes and James Bond. I don't want to compare can. Sherlock Holmes and Indiana Jones. I don't want to compare, yeah. you know, so I feel like, I feel like those two are, those are the two that mm-hmm. I, that I went to. Yeah. Um,
0: Here's this is a better example in the first movie is when he, it's actually a quote from a book, but they threw it into the first movie. It's my mind rebels at stagnation. Give me problems. Give me work. Oh man, the I love that the quote. Better. Yeah. Yes. That's that's a better representation of him just wanting to solve the puzzle.
1: Right, and I've and I've I've thought that I've said that at work, mm-hmm. um, or at least that 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 notion. I've said that at home too. Like I feel like I do better when I have more to do than it can actually get done mm-hmm. um and it, it pushes you it makes you it makes you it makes you get things done um and i like that uh sometimes taking it taking time off and taking that vacation when he's when he's you know you see how it's all mm-hmm. dark and he's yeah. oh in trees phrase i'm thinking huh oh is it the tree he's in the trees is that what you said
0: oh sorry i'm back you're back it's still the first one yeah he hasn't left the room yeah, in three yeah
1: he weeks. hasn't left yeah hasn't left the room it's like uh it's uh
0: He's a true introvert.
1: Yeah, he's an introvert and it's like his muscles are weakening. There's mm-hmm. a term for that, atrophy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's just interesting to me. I
0: think part of it's him just being over dramatic.
1: Oh, absolutely. In that scene. Absolutely. In that
0: scene he's the character's over dramatic, but in that scene when Watson's like t- t- taking the you know, opening the curtains, yep. he's just being over dramatic. Um but yeah, no, it definitely is like yeah.
1: Um I know a couple of things they do in this movie that they took from the first one is that slow motion thought out process. Mm-hmm. But they wanted
0: to change it. So they call it Holmes-a-Vision.
1: Yes, yep. You watch um, the behind the scenes too uh-huh. at some point? Yes, yeah.
0: Yeah. all the time. I watch it all the time. Yeah,
1: I have the disc for this too, Blu-ray and yeah, good times. Yes. Uh, the holmes vision as we'll call it, as it's mm-hmm. been called. Um,
0: I prefer the f- way they did it in the first one more.
1: Why is that?
0: It's just more... To the point. Um, when I compare it to like, they did it. If they did it in three different ways in this movie.
1: Okay. Yeah. You have the first sequence.
0: The first sequence, which I thought was really cool. Uh-huh. It was just. It, a, it, it was just a really quick. You yeah. know. And
1: I like that it reminds you, hey, this is Sherlock Holmes, yes. everybody. And that's part tuned. of.
0: And that's almost part of. That's part of that. First ten movie. minute sequence yep. that reminds you of the first movie. I forgot the, the rest. S- the second one is yeah right um the second one is they're at watson's quote unquote bachelor party, and the the Russian assassin is attacking yeah the JFC, and it goes wrong, and it goes wrong well, it's also like the way he's going through it uh-huh. he's using a metaphor um for for uh like making an omelette,
1: yeah, and that's what okay. really threw
0: me off. I'm like, I don't like that
1: first crack the eggs right Pill- cause the nest
0: I'm i don't at the moment i want to get back into it but i like i did martial arts and so that's what okay. i loved about the first movie is they just full-on broke it down
1: right you punch know? here Gotta fist at patella
0: right hook to the floating uh-huh. rib like they just they just went full-on martial arts for that and that's what i loved gotcha. and so the fact that in that one it was like i'm making an omelet i'm like that what. It really threw me off.
1: Okay. That's, and that's fair. I, I, I see the difference yes. there. And, and I then mean, the I last liked it.
0: one, the last one though, I think oh, they think they did last great. One's the best. They did
1: perfectly. That's so good.
0: Because you see it from two points of view. It, yes. The best part about that is when Moriarty is like, you think you're the only one Moriarty who can play can this game? Yeah. And that's when you're like, oh, he's in trouble.
1: Yeah. And I, and I, I, I don't like Moriarty being gone. I kind of wish he was like the, uh, Blofeld uh, bond where Mm -hmm. he's just he's he's immortal he's always Mm. there he's that constant antagonist that you get a battle with a whole bunch um megamind even where you're always doing that battle and that's great and the battle's the fun part he
0: always at least in these movies he technically always has been that's true because he was the one who employed irene yes yes. he's the one who sent irene he's the one who at the end stole the little radio connector to um blackwood's contraption right like and obviously in this movie he's the biggest one um, do you know the reason why so this movie is based major, majorly off of um, the story the final problem
1: I don't know what that
0: is it's a Sherlock Holmes story that Conan Doyle wrote okay okay um, so Conan Doyle wrote a mix of novels and short stories this one is based off i i don't think it was a full-length novel i'm i i need to go back and double check but it's it's a story called the final problem and it's sherlock holmes versus james moriarty that's what this movie is basically based off of with mm-hmm. you know stuff thrown in from other little sure. details and stuff and such but um in the book he goes and gets is ends up at this big fight on reichenbach falls in switzerland and it ends with Sherlock realizing he can't beat Moriarty uh, and surviving. And so he grabs Moriarty and throws them both off the cliff into the waterfall.
1: So did you know that was coming?
0: Yes, to an extent.
1: See, I I felt it was coming because uh-huh. he alludes to it in the beginning. Yes. I'll give my life to see its demise. Yes. And then the chess game right. the chess game was the biggest thing with the queen sacrifice yes i was like yeah okay yep i know what that says i know what this i know what he's getting at here
0: um, but yeah so i knew that it was based off of that but you know you never know what a film sure what creative direction they're going to take so the first time i watched it i was a little like oh my gosh he actually did it um which is why like at the end i was celebrating I'm like yes they're bringing him back right um do you know the, so when Conan Doyle wrote that, when he wrote the final problem, that was supposed to be the end. Like, he was like, hey, I'm done writing Sherlock Holmes. But there was such a public outcry that he said, fine, I'll write more. I'll write more. And so he wrote, um. He, like, he never explained why. He just wrote that Sherlock Holmes survived the falls and Moriarty didn't. And now this is the rest of what happened afterwards. End scene. All right, and next. It, well, it's like after it's like the the ones after that is like as when Sherlock's like old and like retired basically, hmm. and it's like he's getting on little it little mysteries and adventures when he's trying to quote unquote be retired, <laughs> which he's never gonna be. But right. he just he never gives an, a reason as to how Sherlock survives. He's just like
1: but we get a reason in this movie. It, yes, a breathing apparatus. You get the little oxygen tank. Interesting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, um, I like that. I like that Sherlock Holmes. Shows that that's necessary um, to the audience, and and then mm-hmm. it's also interesting that Moriarty he logically doesn't come to that conclusion that that would be an option. Um, Falling off the cliff. That self sacrifice, the self sacrifice yes. uh, isn't an option. He doesn't he doesn't think that his his you, you know he says you think you're the only one can do this, and he in his mind knows how the fight's going to end.
0: I think it's because pride. I was gonna say narcissism,
1: yeah, oh, or hubris.
0: Yeah, um, in the sense of all like, of the above. He so in the book and in the movie, it's consistently referenced that Sherlock Moriarty is Sherlock's equal. Mm-hmm. He's met his match. They are the same, and I think Moriarty sees it like that too. He's like, "I'm a better version than you." like in i am i'm smarter than you but you're you're my equal no one else is at our level so i think in his mind he would never do a self sacrifice moriarty would right. never do a right. self sacrifice that's kind of where the narcissism comes in yep. makes so sense. i don't think it ever crossed his mind because he considered sherlock to be the same as him right and he never considered that would be that, something sherlock does that
1: makes me think of uh voldemort in harry potter where Voldemort just puts so much of, I know Harry's going to do this. Yes. I know he's going to do this, but he doesn't expect Harry to die in the forest. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't expect so many things. And that's that's interesting because it's that they're lacking, both uh, those characters are lacking that altruistic um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: emotion to, to do the right thing for yeah. the greater good. Um, I want to talk about the slow motion sequence. Let's do it. Where the, uh, what's that? uh What's the cannon called? Little Hansel. Little Hansel. That fires. Is, that
0: is my favorite scene. The whole when they're running through the forest. Oh is yeah. My favorite scene.
1: It's a it's a great scene. It's
0: the best. I wish they filmed it in three D. Ooh, when that it have fun. Wouldn't have that been the best scene ever to watch as three D? Yeah. Like just the and it's so clear and crisp. Mm-hmm. The camera work, the angles, all the wood chips flying at you, right. like all of it. It was just so well done.
1: And I re- I remember in uh, one of the behind the scenes, like how they were able to slow it down and speed it up. And I how they're able to, like, that one. I think they had like a dial. They had a dial on the thing. So they shot it all. Mm-hmm. And then they're able to, like, you know, just manually just, just, so you m- can get, cer- you can get certain cameras. Right.
0: That f- can film at a. At a lot a specific, of frames yeah specific yeah. frames per it because um, i mean that's what they did in the first one mm-hmm. for they bought a specific camera for that uh bar cage fight kind of thing oh yeah that underground fight scene okay. in the first one they bought a specific camera to use only like specifically for that and they filmed it in real time and the camera itself slowed it down wow so i don't i don't stuff. remember how they did it in this one but you can get cameras i couldn't
1: together. imagine editing that though I mean, just so much. so much to edit, so much to slow down and and to look at. Um yeah. I, I I just love that sequence. It's it's a trademark. I mm-hmm. I know on the Blu-ray on the disc when you put it in, that sequence is playing in the background. Is it? And yeah, it's slowed down. Like you it know, it's so it's cool. just going through, it and it's like, oh yeah, I want to watch this movie. And, and hurry up and hit play. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed this film more than the first. I think the pacing is pretty good. Um, I like the characters between them. Uh, what they're doing, mm-hmm. I love. <laughs> I, I love the little side, um, little side plot with um, Stephen Fry and Mary. Mary, oh, oh man, Mary. It, it's Mycroft's, so funny. Mycroft, Mycroft, is such thank a you. I, I had it. Yes.
0: Mycroft is such a character. I'm glad that they took Stephen Fry to do that. Stephen Fry is one of the biggest Sherlock Holmes fans ever. Really? Yeah. So I got. Um, an audio box set of all the Conan Doyle Sherlock Holmes books and it's Stephen Fry reading them. First yeah. off it's great cuz it's just Stephen Fry. Yep. But he does like an introduction at the beginning and he's telling like why he likes this novel and why he likes this short story book and why he likes this one and like at the beginning of each book he does like a little intro as to why he likes it that's fun at the age of 10 he was the youngest member of the london's sherlock holmes appreciation society wow he loves sherlock holmes
1: more or less than you or the same
0: uh probably more probably more just due to age
1: yeah he's got more time on it yeah he's got that membership card
0: yes he he discovered it earlier than i did right
1: and he's british yes I plays a role yes no i listened to uh for for a few years every september i listened to at least the first chapter if not the entire series of the harry potter series mm-hmm. and jim dale does the english mm-hmm. one i've told you i listened to the stephen fry british one and oh i really prefer that it's Do you? yeah it's 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 really interesting he to hear a great him do audio this. Voice. Oh yes, he does.
0: Yes, but I think he's perfect for playing Mycroft. Absolutely, he's so great. He plays it right. Yes. Um, going back to the the little Hansel and missile. Yeah, yeah. So, um, if you watch it, you know they're in Germany, uh, and when they're Sprecher running, Deutsch? is uh, that right?
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't speak German.
0: Technically, it'd be a sprichst du Deutsch? Oh, okay. If you're asking one person. Oh, I see. So, like, if it was just us talking, be oh, sprichst du Deutsch, and uh, that, that would be that. That's about the only thing I can remember from my four years of German class. Okay. I'm better at reading it than I am actually talking.
1: I'm the same way with Spanish. Mm-hmm. I can same, I'm read also read and like, write it a lot better than I can speak it and hear it.
0: Yes, I, I can... Same with Italian. I can... I Ooh. can um, read and write Italian so much better than I can like verbally speak it.
1: Interesting. Okay, so they're in Germany, little Hansel. They're in
0: Germany. They're running away and the one German guy comes up and says a line in German and when you see the English translation that's thrown on, it's time to introduce little Hansel. Yeah,
1: it's a weird introduce. What's a weird it's translation? It's Germany. It's Germany.
0: Pre-World War or whatever. Okay. Um, but if you even without taking any German it doesn't line up with what he says. Okay. Like what he speaks in German doesn't just doesn't sound like it lines up with time to introduce little Hansel. Okay. So Hans Zimmer, you know, he composed it. He named one of the tracks that line. And it's uh it's so bad. I don't come
1: even know. The They're getting ready right now to email I, you. I, I know you said it wrong.
0: I don't yeah, it's all of please correct me if I'm wrong on this, and I apologize ahead of time for my lousy pronunciation. He says in the movie, "Zu vile Fersha fjor Oik okay. Hansel." Okay. Sounds a lot better in the movie. Well yeah, it does not mean time to introduce little Hansel. It actually means too many foxes for you, Hansel.
1: Too many foxes.
0: Yes. Is
1: that a reference to like, Hansel and Gretel? I have no idea. I don't know either.
0: I don't know. I just know that every Too time I watched this. it, I would be like, and maybe my translation's wrong. If it's wrong, please correct me. Okay. But, um. yeah, no, I uh, every, every time I've watched it, I've always been like, it doesn't sound like it adds up to what I'm hearing versus what I'm reading.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I definitely thought the word introduce is like Mm -hmm. I'm trying to show the pain or bring on the pain or, you know, something something more, I guess, more American macho is what I was kind of looking for, even though it's in German, but something that says we're going to get you. We're going (laughs) to. Yeah. okay let's not go down that (laughs) rabbit hole. (laughs) Um, Earlier, I talked a little bit about uh, Batman Sherlock Holmes. Yes. Um, What about Iron Man? Uh, now I, I know there's a lot of comparisons here.
0: There's a lot of comparisons. When you get down to it, I actually think they're really similar.
1: Uh, Sherlock Holmes and Iron Man. Uh huh. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I wonder why that is. I know, right? Something.
0: But uh, just the characters themselves—they're both yeah. eccentric. They're geniuses. Mm-hmm. Um, not the best people skills.
1: Absolutely not.
0: Um, you know they're. The reasons are a little different, but they're both trying to help people, you know, stopping the bad guys. Right. You know, it's like, just when you boil down just the, the they base. do it their own way. They do it their own way outside of the law. Um, you know, they're both inventors. Yeah. Sherlock's always inventing things
1: mm-hmm.
0: or quote unquote inventing things, you know? Right. Right. Um, so yeah, so the base character, I think they're actually really similar.
1: Right. Absolutely. Um I, I can't remember. You said it earlier. Who who plays Professor Moriarty? Moriarty. Jared Harris. Jared Harris. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I think Gary Oldman was considered to play of that. Really? Gary Oldman. A great actor. Mm-hmm. What would you have thought if Moriarty was different? That wasn't Jared Harris.
0: It depends on who they casted instead.
1: Brad Pitt was also considered. No. Yeah, I can't see that. Can't see it. No, oh, that doesn't make sense. Because,
0: like, so, like, I know you haven't seen the BBC series, right? And I know it's completely different because it's modern versus this one is set in nineteen ninety two or ninety one. It's set in ninety. It's set in eighteen ninety one or eighteen
1: ninety two. Okay. Obviously, we the have BBC. Could charted a balloon. What? It's eighteen ninety one. We could have charted a balloon. Yes,
0: eighteen ninety one. That line, that whole scene. Actually helped me pass a history test in high school. Did it really? I'm dead serious. That's awesome. I was in world history sophomore year. I was a kid who never studied. I was watching this. I was I was watching this movie before class, like the night before, and I had a history test, and it was about the French Revolution, and all this kind of stuff. And there was a question about what year was something in the French Revolution, and that scene, it was it's 1891. Can someone like get a balloon? I was like 1891. 1891? And it was the correct answer. <laughs> nice. It helped me pass. That's you know? awesome. And people say that movies don't teach you things.
1: That's um, not true
0: at all. I know, right? But so anyways. Yeah, so
2: a different Moriarty
1: The would person,
0: be the way they portray Moriarty in the BBC show mm-hmm. is so different. He's still a crazy genius, but okay. he's a lot more unstable. And he doesn't have all of the clout that he does here. Like here they're constantly listing his accomplishments. He's a you know, friend of the prime minister, he's a boxing champion, he's That's a highly esteemed professor. He's an author. He like all these kinds of I things. mean,
1: this guy's great covered it up. Yes. I mean, he he's too good to leave evidence. Right. Is a quote. Yes. Yeah, and I I like that. I I mm-hmm. like that enemy. I like that villain. Um
0: He's intelligent.
1: Extremely intelligent. Yeah. And he's he's and the opposite. Yeah. Um I like that we know that we meet him from the get go. And Mm -hmm. it does feel like that bond movie where you're the bad guy. All right, we're going to shake hands and we're going to, we're going to do this. And uh, I'm going to play you in golf, like in Goldfinger, Mm -hmm. where it's all just, you know, just smoking mirrors and, and everything. And and then the villains never hidden.
2: You
0: know exactly who you're trying to be.
1: Yeah. I like that.
0: But it's almost like they're in control the whole time.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That, you know, Holmes is playing, uh, his game.
0: It really is cat and mouse, mm-hmm. and sadly, he is the mouse.
1: Holmes, Holmes does it, he does that in the first movie too. Yeah, he co- he has to you know figure out what he's trying to get at, mm-hmm. um, and I think a lot of people can can relate to that because we're all, we're all just trying to figure things out and we don't mm-hmm. have that control. Yeah, and so we have to rely on things that we do have control of, um, which is great.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Did you know that? with Warner Brothers um make fast tracking the sequel. This is what I was talking about. This that? is what I was going to talk about. Yeah. Yes.
0: So I wrote that that Guy Ritchie had to drop a film that he was going to direct and Robert Downey Jr had to drop out of Cowboys and Aliens and my response was, he was casted in Cowboys and Aliens? Yeah. Was he like I I'm trying I to think know. of like was he cast before Daniel Craig? Was he cast for a different character? I understand it cuz it's John Favreau
1: yeah makes sense
0: and they're buddies and they are bffs and he's and johns had robert in a handful mm-hmm. of his films since iron man right um but my first yeah my first response when i saw that was wait he was going to be in that movie and i love it i love cowboys and aliens yeah i need
1: to i need to watch it again i
0: know it's been forever since i watched it i think it's a really interesting take on a western and a sci-fi mashed together
1: I think interesting is the right word there. I watched it once. I was like, what is going on? I've seen it a couple times. Well, doesn't he have a, doesn't Daniel Craig get that like Iron Man blaster?
0: Yes and no. So what happened was he is, um, spoilers if you've never seen Cowboys and Aliens, uh, really brief summary is he wakes up with no memory with this thing on his wrist that he can't get out of. It's like a high tech tracking bracelet thing. So it's Link. Okay. Yes. He finds out he was abducted by these aliens makes and, sense and and they attach that to him and so then when they come down to attack he discovers that that bracelet like has like a blaster or something attached and he figures out how to use it to help fight the aliens okay it's a very interesting mix of, West, of an old western and there's uh, a, aliens
1: there's a female lead in that too yes, yeah. it I is. can't remember who plays it but it's someone of note isn't it
0: I will check. I haven't watched it in a very long okay.
1: time. Okay, um, but Game of Shadows.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That this is this is another one of the movies I can just have on at any time. Anytime I'm asked, "Do you want to watch a movie?" Oh boy. Okay, let me look through some movies. Let me look through this. Oh, Game of Shadows. Okay, I can watch this. Um, I enjoy the. I really enjoy Robert Downey Jr. in his delivery on comedic lines.
0: Harrison Ford's in Cowboys and Aliens. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, I I knew that one. Um,
0: Olivia Wilde.
1: Olivia Wilde.
0: And Abigail Spencer. Hmm.
1: Doesn't ring a bell, neither of them, but. um,
0: I forgot. I forgot that Harrison Ford was in it. But it's a. It's a very interesting, combination of things.
1: Yeah. Um. It's uh, it's on the it's on the watch list now.
0: Mm -hmm. Um yeah this is a movie i so the first sherlock holmes i can quote almost the entire script from memory
1: oh let's do it let's go
0: it would take way too long i've (laughs) Watson. that's basically half of it it. i've also and but then this one i was sitting and watching it going through these notes and i caught myself like mouthing along word for word for all of it yeah i was like oh i actually really know this one too i forgot Mm -hmm. that um they're both great
1: they are both great Great movies. Um, you ever see Jude Law in Side Effects?
0: No, I wanted to, but <laughs> when it came out, I wasn't seventeen yet. Yeah,
1: it's an R movie, and it was sure. R, so I couldn't get it.
2: Oh yeah, it, it deserves I, it. And then I just kind of forgot about it.
1: It's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones shows up in that too. Really? Yeah. Um, it as looked a interesting. Tertiary character. It is, I, and I, I am someone who when I like. The character you play in that, I'll watch him pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. I'll watch Harrison Ford in pretty much anything. Daniel Craig. Um, you know.
0: I can watch Harrison Ford just doing just doing anything. Just doing Harrison Ford Because stuff. it's Harrison Ford. Yeah,
1: it's pretty fun. Yes, uh, Jude Law is really great in that, and I, I enjoyed him in Captain Marvel as well.
0: He was great in Captain Marvel.
1: It was interesting to see him in that bad guy role, though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um i'll talk about this in captain i talk about this in the captain marvel episode um he cannot play a bad guy
2: yeah he
0: can't he He has played the good guy so hard so much that you can see his acting
1: drop you can see his
0: acting just drop when he's trying to play the bad guy it doesn't work i love judah he is one of my favorite actors to watch but he cannot play a bad guy
1: yeah i'll have to agree with that
0: um i grew up watching i spent like all of high school watching him in um gattaca
2: Hmm.
0: it's all about human genome and dna and all this kind of stuff and so we watched it every year in science class because it dealt with dna and genetics and human genome by the time i was i was graduating high school i could i could watch i could quote that movie in my sleep i watched it so many times just in class i tried to get out of it but he's in it he's one of the main characters and he that's kind of was like one of my introductions into him but um did you know it was robert downey jr's idea to cross dress on the train
1: i did not know that it was he pulls off being a lady extremely well
0: Mm -hmm. Most of the people who play, who are casted in Marvel, have, in some way, shape, or form, cross dressed for some entertainment reason. Really? Mm-hmm. Have you seen the the uh, the video of Tom Holland lip syncing and performing to Umbrella?
1: No, I have not.
0: Maybe it's not Umbrella, but like, look up the like lip sync battle.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah I remember watching some of those came And it's him versus Zendaya.
0: And he oh, full on uh chris hemsworth dressed as a girl for snl um robert downey jr's done it uh i love that jude scene. law has even done some stuff has cross-dressed it's interesting anyways uh and there was an interview and they were asking him about it and he's like Robert Downey Jr. was talking about how he was asking himself, he's like, if he was in Mary's position as the character Mary, who just got married, is on her honeymoon, has a love-hate relationship with Sherlock Holmes because he's always trying to take her husband away, Um, he was like, what would be the thing that would get on her nerves the most? Instantly, he's like, Sherlock in drag. Sherlock in drag? Sherlock, well, not so much in drag, but Sherlock showing up, dressed as a woman, once again, stealing her husband and even going as far as pushing her out the train. <laughs> like, him showing up as a woman would tick her off so much. And he's like, let's do it.
1: Yeah, well, she sees through his disguise when 100. he's a doctor.
0: It took a second. It yeah. took a hot minute. But once he, she he she realized, yeah. yeah. And that was a much better disguise than him as a woman. Let's be honest. In that
1: movie, uh, the first one, doesn't she say whatever it takes? Mm-hmm. Interesting.
0: Uh, find him. Find him. Whatever, whatever it,
1: it takes. takes. Yeah, I I love that scene. I love I love seeing him push her out. We we will have to do something <laughs> about that. Just do just you see. trust me? No. <laughs> no. Uh,
0: and then John turns around and he's like, "She's perfectly safe."
1: In my defense. In my defense. I talked it perfectly. No, we could do that. We could do that all night. And I I just love how he's able yeah. to pull that off because I I really feel. Mm-hmm you know you feel that i guess that tension that that relationship between the two characters yeah. on set and it, oh man that had to be a lot of fun i'd love to see the gag reel the gag reel yeah, just just to be on set you know i won't say anything i will hardly breathe just just let I me i will sign whatever you want
0: i will live in a box for the entire entirety of filming this right. but please just let me watch you film this movie yeah that would be great um so in that also in that scene so when sherlock's in the hallway and Jude's looking out and he turns and puts the gun in her face in his face yeah. <laughs> um if you watch the trailers for it they filmed an alternate scene that's in the trailer so you remember in the first one when Sherlock has his violin bow and is pointing it at Watson and Watson says get that out of my face it's not in my it's not in your face it's in my hand get what's right. in your hand out of my face they flipped it in this movie and and Watson's holding the gun and Sherlock goes get that out of my face and they do that whole bit I did not it's catch not in, that it's in the trailer, it's not in the movie. Oh, okay, okay. They took it out. Interesting. Um yeah, they filmed it's an alternate version, but it's in the it's in the trailers and gotcha. I thought it was gold.
1: You know, I yeah, that that would have been funny. Oh, it I wish been I could have seen that but I don't think
0: it fit into this scene.
1: No, because it's you're you're feeling the tension there. You need to like someone just hide. tried to kill these people. Right. All of a sudden this Lie woman's down not with a lady. No, yes. that, that works because you get <laughs> it. Yeah. No, that's great. I, I insist. S- I, I yeah. I, I still wish uh quick flip to endgame. I wish they had made a Sherlock reference. It was there to In make it, the or reference. Infinity war? Yeah.
0: yeah either
1: heard. of the two, Sherlock reference.
0: I know, man. There was
1: like, they so did the Doctor, you concur, reference thing. I was like, yes, oh, man. Like, like, no,
0: that's not...
1: Not the same. Not the same, man.
0: So close. Some of the writers for Infinity War were like, we couldn't find a place to put it in. I'm like, that's a bold-faced lie. That is a lie. I could think of five lie. places off the top of my head right now that you could have put that in between Tony Stark and Doctor Strange.
1: Oh, man. You think so, Sherlock? Just anything. Anything. Anything like that. Anything. It would have worked. Um, do you remember... Um, a Sherlock Holmes escape room.
0: It's in London. I I can't tell you. Oh, sorry. You're thinking of a different one. The one we did.
1: Yes. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I but the tried. London one, you want to go there.
0: Yes. It's a 90-minute escape experience. Oh my it's goodness. it's based on the BBC show though. It's not actually yeah. set with these, but okay. it's it's interactive to the point that they had the cast of the show film videos. Wow. It is so interactive and it's it's like um You have the address, but you actually have to find it. It's it's if I remember correctly, it's underground. It's like in a basement, and you have to find. That's not scary at all. Well, you have to like actually find the place to even start the game. It's so crazy. I want to go. That would be great. Bad.
1: I love escape rooms. I Uh, love them. I enjoy the puzzle, and Sherlock Holmes just fits in. This movie ends with that question mark. It ends with the camouflage Uh now. When you watch it the first time, be honest. Did you see him? No, me neither.
0: But after that, you can see him the entire time. Yes, isn't that the great? The entire time.
1: I love that it's shot that way. I love that it's planned yes. that way. It's, you know, that's that's the attention to detail that. Mm-hmm. um uh yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. It's, you know, Lucas went so digital in 99 with Phantom Menace. It was all CGI. And it's like, we, we know, we get it. You mm-hmm. can do a lot of stuff with this if you just do it. But, but I love this practical. F- it's not really even an effect. It's a costume. Yeah. Um, I love that it's Urban there. camouflage. Urban camouflage.
0: One of the scenes that always really gets me is when they're in the German factory and the fish hook comes out it
1: gets you like how like it? i don't i don't avulsion
0: no it's just like not at first like the first couple times i watched it like i was a little younger and so i was just like oh he's hanging from a hook and then like as i got older i kind of like realized i'm like a, f- a giant hook was jammed through his shoulder and now he's being hung by a rope and being oh, yeah. swung around by his leg like it just like i started to process what was actually going on in the scene more yeah. and more and he still took it as the opportunity to switch out the books right and 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 all of that
1: and you can see like you know with Ro- oh, not with Robert, uh sherlock holmes is like oddness that he has that mm-hmm. that capability to um, remember that this is the goal yes. he had to get this close he had to he do he had this. to be an
0: immense pain i mean he he flatlined after the fact right on the train which is another funny moment, but that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> like who's been
1: dancing on my chest? <laughs> yeah, no, um, it's.
0: I think it's just like as as I've gotten older, I've just understood the gravity of the scene.
1: Right. Well, as far as like torture scenes go in action movies, that's a pretty big one. Yeah. I mean,
0: it doesn't look like it. But when you think about it, it's a right. really big one.
1: Like, you know, some of the, some of the, I guess, Casino Royale kind of has a mm. pretty, pretty gruesome torture scene in that. But generally some of the Bond things are pretty tame for what mm-hmm. they do because they tie him up yeah. with one and up guard and he, then they Punch leave him in the face. and he's fine and everything. But this you know? is like, you really feel the consequence from that.
0: This, um, and this really shows that Moriarty is like, he's a real villain.
1: Yeah, it gives There's him.
0: There's no remorse. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then in the train, flatlining, I think it shows an even better relationship. It shows even better the relationship between Holmes and Watson. Because, like, obviously, Watson is like, You're not going to die on me. You're doing, I'm going to do everything I can. But after he's awake, it's like back to normal.
2: Yeah. Like, no, there's without missing a beat.
0: Not missing a beat. You know, he's answering him. Me. Like, yes. Why is my foot so itchy? You have a large piece of wood sitting uh, sticking out of it. Sit down, drink this, and does it. And, like, no. And then I love. The camera goes back to the two gypsies. Yeah, and they're just like, "What Op- the heck?" Open mouth. They're just like, and they like kind of glance at each other. And they're like, "What is going on? What did we sign up? For? Who are these? These people are crazy." Like, I just love you can see all that on their face as these two are just acting like it's another day on the yeah. job. Um,
1: yeah, that t- that is. I'm just thinking about it in my head. I was like, oh man, I really want to watch that now. And I like yeah. I want to watch it again. And I want to, I just enjoy, I enjoy that one so much. I enjoy that, yeah. the deepening relationship that they do. What do you think about the, uh, the conversation with Mycon, not Mycon. Mycroft. Mycroft, sorry. Mycroft, Holmes, and Watson. And that. It's not Cockney, it's not a rhyming slang, it's it's their own little way of talking back and forth. Back and forth. Yes. He's not at all what you made me think uh, slow witted, din Not
0: as slow witted as, as you made me yeah. to believe.
1: I, I I just I love that even even this other character who mm-hmm. we don't know shows up as like, Hey, I'm gonna give you the same business here, I'm gonna give you the same hard well, time. Well in the as my first brother.
0: one, Sherlock says, you know, my brother Mycroft has mm-hmm. a country home we could go and put a lamb on the spit so he's been introduced
1: right but we haven't screen. seen him yes and,
0: and so it's almost like they elude that Watson has met him before um
1: but that line makes him yes. makes you think that he they haven't maybe rubbed elbows a whole bunch
0: right it's been more of kind of like an in passing kind right. of thing i th- i took it as like Watson sees okay this is another Holmes this is how this is what I have to say this is how I have to act in a Mm -hmm. sense of he's he's acting like Sherlock to kind of like prove his worth because Mycroft's the older brother right yeah Mycroft is the older brother and so it's almost like he's like I'm trying to get the approval of the older brother
1: yeah you have to play the game Mm -hmm. you have to do these things yes I know I know how the Holmes
0: I know how the Holmes children work
1: yep that's really funny
0: and so yeah no i yeah. thought it was really funny because then you see i think it's right before it you see sherlock and mycroft doing the same exact thing mm-hmm. they're tr- they're trying to one-up each other yep and then watson steps in it's just like it's almost like hey i can do this too
1: right if one of, one of my favorite parts there is when watson interjects and says uh what's I forget what he says exactly. but he says, "Good evening" or "Hello," and, it, and he extends his extends, extends his, his hand. And right <laughs> and his no, room. and I have done that so many times at work uh, with another, with a coworker who who gets the movie, and I just replied, "No, and I, I don't want to." Mm-hmm. And I, I love that, um, you know, that that refusal of a social expectancy, mm-hmm. that decorum is like, "Nope, not going to, not gonna have to, don't have to, don't want to." He's a germaphobe right that too i mean that plays a big role in it too but i just i just love how he how he does it it's great Mm -hmm. i love how he how he says it
0: yes it's another look at you see how sherlock and mycroft are both geniuses but when it comes to that genius level intelligent they lack social understanding
1: right and that usually kind of goes at least in Mm -hmm. movies hand in hand yeah um What do you think about uh, Watson being the one that discovered the brother? You know my methods. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh,
0: I thought it was really cool. I think it was a little uh, foreshadowing. It was definitely foreshadowing in the sense of like, this is the moment where it's like the student becomes the master. Mm -hmm. You know, Sherlock can't be in two places at once. This is why I have John. Right. John, you know what to do. And I also think it's showing he's putting a big show of trust in him cuz when you think back to the first one Watson or Sherlock gives him the watch to inspect when they're trying to look and Watson's trying to answer all of his questions and Holmes keeps interrupting him. Right. And then in this one it's you know what to do. I'm going to go do this.
1: That's a long game there. That's a long thought out kind of thing that mm-hmm. that the writers are able to put together and I and I love seeing that plan did they write both movies at the same time? I don't think so. Yeah.
0: I don't know for sure, but I don't think they did. I think it helps that it was the same crew. It was a lot of the same people did both films.
1: Um, what, what do I, you have? I don't, don't have? have a lot left. I, I have one. Okay. Um, I was a psych major in college. Is that, that's a preface there. Moriarty says, you see, hidden within the unconscious, there is an insatiable desire for conflict. Mm-hmm. So you're not fighting me so much as you are the human condition. Mm-hmm. All he wants to do is own the bullets and the bandages. What do you, what do you think about that line? I think the I think the villain saying it is great. Mm-hmm. He believes it. Absolutely. He believes in that Freudian, Eros Thanos uh, good to yes. destroy someone's going to get you know broken.
0: I think to an extent he's not wrong. You and know. Absolutely. To an extent, because when you boil sin it does. down, the human race does defer to, you know, sin and evil nature versus inherent goodness.
1: So is he worse than the people that do the war? Is Moriarty worse than that because he knows, because all he wants to do is own it, and that's what he says. Mm-hmm. He is, He has no desire to stop it or to you know, do anything
0: i don't know it's i feel like it's a moral question
1: it is that's why i'm asking it
0: yeah i don't like that uh oh, okay no
1: but that's what makes him such a great villain right is that villain that that kind of shakes you up a little bit yes. like um in what he says and it's things. like okay
0: I, I understand where he's coming from and you want to say no, it's still bad because he's the bad guy, and you right. don't you don't want to agree with the bad guy. But then when you think about it, you're like, well, is he in the wrong? Like, you know, when I talk about Thanos a lot, I'm like, his intentions are good, his execution is horrible.
1: Right. Now, when
0: it boils down to it, his intentions were somewhat good. His execution of it was utterly horrible.
1: Absolutely. Have you heard of the the phrase Godwin's law? Godwin's law is the maybe it's God, or Godwin's rule of Hitler analogies that if you uh, it says uh, if an o- as an online discussion grows longer the probability of comparing na- in comparison involving Nazis or Hitler approaches uh, I think at some point we're gonna reach that same thing with uh, Thanos and we're gonna talk about that thing because you know he is that super villain. Mm-hmm. How Moriarty is different because he just wants profit. He just right. wants money, which that's in a lot of ways kind of makes him worse.
0: Yeah, because there's no reasoning behind it. Of he just wants to get all the gain for himself. He wants to
1: make. He wants to make profit off of suffering. Right. You know. Which
0: and that's the part where it's like, okay, no, that's that's not good.
1: That's wrong. Yeah. And it's good that we see. You know, we see him mm-hmm. him, him lose. Mm-hmm. We need to see that um, as an audience. And yes. We see Thanos lose as well. You know, The second plan was to just restart entirely. Right. Um, that's also really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nothing came of it. Yeah. So that's it's what I have for Game of Shadows. It's a great movie. I enjoy it very much. It's
0: one of the best, in my opinion.
1: Absolutely, it's definitely one of my one of my uh, mm-hmm. favorites at any time. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I cool. appreciate it.
0: Thanks for coming on. Mm-hmm. That's it for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. And if you have any movie facts or questions you want to add, send us an email at moviesandmokus 20 at gmail.com. Or if you have any movie suggestions you want to add to our list, let us know what you want us to talk about. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just look for the Movies and Mocus podcast. Have a great day, guys.